podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. Hull one, Liverpool nil. What were you expecting? A song or something? It's the day trippers. to our periscopers and our pod listeners and welcome to the chic surrounds of the bunker for yet another woefully inept day tripper video effort as we begin to show on dual media a kind of simulcast if you will as always if you bear in mind that we've no idea what we're doing we should all get on just fine i'm trev downing joining me tonight are Stephen daly who you can see clearly paul brennan dave thomas and phil casey who's twiddling the buttons over there so i want to start with a question for everybody just a simple question to get a reaction the uh, west brom game Dave Thomas. Oh, don't come to me. Give me, give me a sentence. (laughs) Give me the West Brom game in a sentence. The most apathetic I've been about a Liverpool uh, game since I can't remember. And it looks like the entire playing staff and managerial staff felt exactly the same. Just meh. Excellent. Good sentence, Paul. Your reaction to the West Brom game. (laughs) Big load of bollocks. A big load of bollocks, really. Big giant load of bollocks. Morning, Paul. Let everyone see your head. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil, immediate reaction to West Brom? To West Brom? Mm. Load of geek now, we're all off to the beach. Really? Yeah. Seriously, like that's just, it's just a shambles. It's okay. a shambles of a shambles. Okay, well, before we start getting a few questions coming in from people, let's have a quick uh, thoughts about tonight's game. Dave, back to you. You've, we've heard the team. There's only one change, really, from the weekend. Uh, Jared out and Alan in, I think. So um, how are you feeling about this? Or what, what's your ideas about Hull coming up? Well, I don't know how we're trying to win. I said this last time I was on the show. Like, I just don't, what's our plan here? I mean, what what about the game on Sunday uh, on the weekend made you think, oh, that worked? Yeah, that worked. So let's do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's that I'm Raheem's just, pipe. Sorry, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> it's that Raheem's pipe. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I have it connected to a lot of gas here. <laughs> Sorry, so you know, playing Balotelli in the middle doesn't work. Playing Emirjana right back doesn't work. Playing. Just playing that formation doesn't work. I just I'm I'm baffled why he thinks that that's the way to go again. So safe to say you're not optimistic about the scene. I think we'll win tonight because okay. it's Hull and Hull are shit. Yeah. So I think we'll win. Yeah. Um. But I have no idea what like I have no idea what the plan is to win. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just we have no identity. I have no idea what we're trying to do. Paul, have you any analysis of the plan that you can uh, elucidate there for David? But. No, we're, not really. Um. We were talking just before we came on. Before you guys came in, we could have had nine points in a week, lads. And we end up starting off badly. So what's going to be different tonight? Um, no, well, I agree with David. Like, I don't see the plan. Like It's just a sort of, it's just a, a mishmash thrown together and I don't see the plan. The one thing I don't agree with Dave is that I don't think that it's going to be an easy win. 
Because you know it's fucking Steve Bruce and he's gonna, they're going to come out playing like it's a Champions League final. It's a fucking Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's like Glenn Johnson's starting again. I know... I, I don't want to be accused of banging on a bit here, but I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to get, get my head around this. Like, yeah. You know when Mankeo was watching what was happening last week? Yeah. Or anyone, anyone, fucking... Who's, Brad Jones probably could play right back there. Like, you're looking at that going... He's gonna fucking start again in a couple of days, and it's happened. Hmm. Here we are. I, I just, <laughs> but the, yeah, the Johnson's the epitome of it. Talk to me about the rationale for playing Glenn Johnson, right? Hmm. He's coming to the end of his contract. He's not going to be here next season, right? So, if you're a manager fighting for your job and you're trying to say it'll be better next season, why are you playing someone who isn't going to be here next season, who as well as not being here <coughs> next season? is one of our worst players. It's definitely confusing. It's, it's just bananas. It's either, like, in know. his head, utterly cautious or utterly apathetic. It's hard to know which one. Well, I, I think it, it speaks to a guy that for all his public protestations to the contrary, I actually don't think he feels as secure as he thinks he is. Mm. Because there's no, that, that team sent out against West Brom was classic Rogers relying on experienced heads to get him a draw. That's what that's what it was. Last word in this film before we go to a few questions from people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, how many times do we have to say the same thing over and over again? He's a sentimentalist. He's a mentalist. Um, he's picking mad teams. He actually looks like a player who's looked like a manager who has finished mm. the way he was going on, on, on Saturday. So look, if that's the way he feels, good luck to him. <coughs> I can't wait for him to be finished. Fair enough. Paul, any questions coming in there for people we yeah, can respond um, to live? As live. Phil has been told to pay attention. Uh, Phil doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> Just in general. Why, why is this new to anyone? <laughs> uh, we had a BR is deluded earlier. I think he believes Johnson is his experienced player. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's he does. He thinks, yeah, he I thinks think he's a Johnson's. fucking nut job for thinking that, for fuck's sake. Experienced that yeah. being crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hello, you guys. So, hello. Yeah. yeah. Well, any questions coming just, in? No, I think it's just general kind of. <laughs> observations yeah about Johnson starting <laughs> about Johnson starting a film not paying attention that's where we, we've kind of got to looks like we're smuggled in a primary school paper but that's exactly where we are <laughs> <laughs> all the glue's over we're here we're actually in a the paint's yeah, over there we're in a, we're in a, in a closet it is, yeah, it is yeah, a broom closet our Kelly is just beside us yeah. and Tom Cruise Oh, I see. We yeah, do you remember the that. South Park episode? See Not to fucking put any. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the lawyers are looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> the day trippers are turning. Phil, it's fucking live, man. <laughs> live. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so, are there oh, yeah, I can't edit this stuff out, can I? <laughs> <laughs> is there an actual question there? Oh, sure. No, 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 no. Let's take some questions. For okay, you. right. Okay, well, look, let, let, let's, let's just move on. One more question then about this evening, I suppose. Uh, What's that there? Mankeo. Is he? Yeah, what's going on Where with Mankeo? <laughs> what is the story with Mankeo? Well, anyone... Maybe he just likes the bench. Nah, like, it, it, the, okay, there's the, there's the theory that, look, there's some sort of arrangement where he can't play anymore, or we can't give him game time or something like that, contractual thing. That's one thing I've heard used to kind of defend his well, lack like of with presence. All, with all the money something, something like that. Now, I don't know if oh, that's, God. it sounds like immense justification. Does anyone have any proper theory or any alternative Well, theory? first of all, on there, we don't want money. I think if we had, we'd have a whip on amongst our listeners that if Glenn Johnson never played again, they'd all can't. Even to, yeah. Yeah. We, we'd and that would be enough. That money. would be enough. But but boycott it. Johnson. Yeah, boycott boycott, boycott Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> but that's a part altogether from being fans of Mankey, which we are. Like, I think, aren't we? Pretty much. Well, I, I, certainly I, I, anyway. I think that he, I like Mankio, but I, I do think that he, for right or for wrong, has a reputation. And I don't know whether that seeped into Rogers' thinking or what, that he's not good enough on the ball. Hmm. And since we moved to more of a wing back 
right back. I wonder whether he's thinking, I need someone who's better in the final third. I actually think Mike Hughes is pretty good in the final third. I think it's overrated, overstated how bad he is, mm. particularly when compared to some of the shit that Johnson yeah. and even Moreno is serving up for us. I, I, I would, like, I'm a big fan of Mankiel, but I would agree that he is kind of fairly limited, I think, going forward. Yeah. But, like, that, that, that's an okay excuse if the other option isn't a fucking giraffe's abortion. <laughs> Jesus. Like, what, what, when is the last time Glenn Johnson has done anything going forward? Again, live. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, no, no, that's exactly it. Where's this mythical, this mythical attacking creature? Where's... What, 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 what? I, I, can't, I can't remember the last time he's done anything other than a square pass. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that, Glenn Johnson, that 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 is the he does the odd coming in on his left foot and putting yeah. it over the bar. Or, to be or, fair, he does or, the odd one. <laughs> or, or he, cu- he cuts <laughs> it. Or he cuts in and hits it straight at the defender. There is that one. That there is that one. Oh, I like that Throw them into the plus column. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then. But I, think, I don't I know. Look, we're about to kick off. Oh, we're about to kick off. I can't right. wait to watch this match. There's Ballo. Oh, I can't wait to watch this match. This is like going to summer holiday. Do a goal, Mario. Do a goal, Mario and Joe. And Frenzy is it time to be is it time to bring McNulty back to Baltimore he hasn't watched the YA yet I have I watched season oh, he's one getting, he's getting into season it, to be two fair was to like the, the first few episodes were a bit shit and people keep telling me that it's a bit shit season two so I don't know I don't I don't season 2 was my favourite oh was Mr. Top. Contrary fancy season 2 was it for <laughs> fuck's sake we sh- we sh- yeah oh, odd that <laughs> I, do, I, I do I know I do. you do alright come on let's watch the game okay See you later, are we going to say goodbye to the Periscopers Slam Periscopers adios See you guys. it'll be on YouTube later on and for all those who think I wasn't paying attention I was I'm, I'm, I'm he never does shit. Basically, and I don't, yeah, basically I don't pay does. any attention ever. he's pressing the buttons I'm pressing the buttons look before we get into any match analysis, we have an interview for you uh, from our own Neil Gray with Liverpool legend Ian Rush. And this is with thanks to the Clonsilla Inn and GH Promotions. Whelan. McMahon. Barnes. Your 300,000 transfer was a record at the time for a teenager when you came from Chester to Liverpool. Um, how did you find it dealing with the pressure as a teenager? Uh, it wasn't really the pressure, I think, at that time. I just um, I just got on with it. You know, I was going in this dressing room with loads of superstars, really, so it wasn't really pressure on me. Um, I just felt, you know, I was going as a teenager, and uh, when you're younger, you don't feel the pressure. I think as you get older, there's pressure. But as you're younger, it's just one of them, and uh, yeah. I just, I just, I just got on with it. My first real memory of yourself playing would have been the '86 Cup final. Where does yeah. that rank for you and the games you've played? Oh, it's going to be up there. It's going to be right up there, as uh, if not the number one game for me. Really? Because yeah, no, I, I used to dream about scoring a winning goal in the FA Cup final, and that, that, that day my dream, my dream came true. It was, um, you know, it was a year we'd done a double. You no, know, it's only time oh. Liverpool have ever done a double mm. so from that point of view it's good. As, a, as a game it's without doubt up there no, my dream came true that day score two goals for Liverpool against Everton uh, we used to support as a kid yeah. no, we, we, we beat them the week before to do the double so it was, um, it was a dream come true it was a perfect scenario in other words yeah. you played with an Irish legend Aldridge only for a short time though. Yeah. I, I suppose the conception at the time was that the two of you couldn't gel together did you mm. agree with that or would you like to have played with them for longer yeah I, I, would, I would disagree with that really because I think you know, we, we speak as well myself and Aldo and 
you know, I think we played like 20 times and we scored like 28 goals between us. So uh, it's just a myth that, uh, you know, I'd like to play with him, yeah? Yeah. All the, we were different uh, because uh, Alder was great in the air. Yeah. And all that. So, yeah, I'd like to play with him. And he, in fairness, he went on to, to great things as well. He done really well for Ireland. Yeah, and so should I, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No choice but to have to ask you about the milk advert. Yeah. I mean, it springs to my mind anyway. Did you do it for the money, or was it because you love milk? <laughs> no, I actually do love milk. That's the thing about it. <laughs> You're not no, still I'm... trying to sell it, eh? No, it exactly was. You know, because on a, on a Friday and uh, before every game, uh, away game, I, myself and Steve Nichol always had a pint of milk. Really? Always had water, but myself and Steve Nichol always had a pint of milk. And, you know, the adverse came round, and it's probably one of the most known adverts as well. You know, the two the two kids, you know, cheeky little um, scouts there, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's quite funny, because we've done... Um, uh, for um, comic relief a couple of years ago, and uh, the two young lads then had done with Robbie Fowler and Steve McManaman. It was the 25 years It's a bit different now, yeah. <laughs> when Juventus came in, when you left that time, yeah. how much of a strain was it to leave Liverpool? It was, as uh, I say, I just, at the moment, you went, obviously, because of the financial situation, but as the time got nearer and nearer, you know, you didn't want to go. It was a big campaign, a Russian state campaign. Mm. I would have stayed there, but I think Liverpool had done the deal there, you know, there was no going back. and I All the best players in the world were there at that yeah, time as well, so weren't they? Yeah, only two foreign players, restricted to two foreign players mm. then. So basically, it was it was like that. And, uh, you know, I, I came back a lot better player, you know, an all-round player. You know, so I'm glad I went. Yeah. You know, so from that point of view, uh, I don't really I don't really regret that. You know, I came back a better all-round player. But realise again that when you leave Liverpool, um, how lucky you are. You know, I mean, that was not always green. And I was one of the few who get the chance to come back again. And when you came back as well as a kind of... Bear, uh, bearing in mind that Stephen Gerrard leaving this year, how much of a strain was it to leave the second time when you knew your playing career for Liverpool was open? Well, it's one thing I could have stayed Liverpool for another year, but I haven't stayed for another year. But it's similar to Stephen, the way. But I wanted to play. You know, it's no good. I, I got a situation where I, I taught Robbie Fowler and a lot. You know, Stan Collymore was there, so they were in, for me. They were in safe hands at that year. Then it's Robbie grew in stature. You know, Stan Collymore there, so the time was right for me to go. And I just wanted to play. And uh, I'm sure Steve was there. No, proper footballers want to play. Yeah, they don't want to be sitting on the bench all the time earning easy money. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to play. And that's the reason why I left. I suppose you do still have a connection to the club emotionally and professionally. You're still involved there. Um, how, in your opinion, how do you think things are going under Brendan at the minute? Yeah, going, it's like it's a different season. You know, we had the bad start, then good there, and still on course to finish fourth and uh, and win a trophy. You know, as long as they can do that, they win, they're supposed to want to win a trophy. They're going forward under Brendan. So from that point of view, you know, I don't. See what all the fuss about, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think next year will be a big year, you know. So I think we're concentrating this year. You now the fans are going to Wembley for the semi-final, and hopefully go to Wembley twice. And when you win trophies, people want to stay, and uh, the supporters get behind you. So I still feel, and there's still a chance that we could finish in the top four. So there's, there's still a lot to play for. Out of the current players, that's still at the club now, Barry Stephen, of course. Um, how many of them or if any of them do you think would be good enough to play in the team you played in in the, in the early 80s particularly oh, you, 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 it's difficult to say that really you know it's, uh, I used to judge a team when they've won the league you know people say no, you, know, you can say Stephen Gerrard you know your Coutinho's coming alive now you know they've got some great players but 
I think it's only you know, it's unfair to judge against a team in the past. And but when they win the league, yeah, you can judge them. And when they win the league, compare them to when they win the league. Mm. But until then, you know, they, there's great individuals. You know, we can say that. But Liverpool won the league because they played as a team that was individual, yeah. and that's what Liverpool have to do now. If they're going to win the league, it'll be the, t- the best team, not the individuals, the best team that wins. I the suppose league. that's something you said when you went to Juventus, wasn't it? That was yeah. there's there more of a team ethic at Liverpool. Yeah, without doubt. You know, this is a Russian Juventus, an individual, mm. and uh, what I learned now, that's what the Italians go by. But if I went to Liverpool and done that, you get hammered, you know. So uh, that's why Liverpool's always been the team game. Yeah, and finally, I suppose we do need a little something to bolster the firepower up front. If you could pick someone to sign for Liverpool, now winning reason. No, would you put in their face to the name maybe no you couldn't do that because that's what the manager gets paid for. he yeah, gets paid to do that we don't you know, we can throw in all situations on and you can throw in stupid names you know, where you're not going to get them but, mm. but um, Brendan will have two or three names 100% no and he'll look at the situation and say well no, next year's going to be a big year for us see how we get on this year no next year will be a big year for us but um, no, I think leave him get on with that you know and um, have faith in his ability you know to do these players so uh, I think you no, know, hopefully we'll get no two three in the summer and uh, just take a round look forward to next season hopefully with, uh, with a trophy in hand this season thanks so. Okay, right, lads, we have just, uh, as a group, watched Liverpool lose to Hull. Um, <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Um, the, it was abject. Steve Bruce's Hull. Steve Bruce's Hull. Um, we Steve Harper's Hull. Steve Harper's Hull. Billy Mitchell's Hull. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and they're going to be very vague, because I don't want to get into <laughs> very vague. any deep analysis what about that. What is your favourite colour? <laughs> It's it's uh, it was abject. It was horrible. It does not warrant much analysis because there's nothing to an an So Phil, your immediate reaction to that? It's the same. It's more of the same, and it's been the same since we basically threw in the towel after the Arsenal game. Since the since the FA Cup semi final defeat, it's been appalling. The attitude is appalling. The manager's mains, the the lack of a game plan, the lack mm. of everything mm. is just absolutely appalling. And like you know, the the the, the fans uh, are doing the we're doing the boycott tonight because they care about going getting to the matches at reasonable prices, right? Mm. But why would you want to go to that at, at a reasonable price? Why would you want to fucking pay to see that? They should be paying people to fucking go to those to go to that because that's that's a disgrace. But why That's a fucking disgrace to do to put on the Liverpool jersey and put in that fucking display from manager right the way through to the players. That's fucking disgusting. They mm. need to fuck off in the bin the whole lot of them, every single one of them, out the fucking door. Because if that's the fucking level of heart and commitment they have, fuck off. What? We'll be fucking sitting around the relegation zone like fucking Villa within two seasons with that shit going on. That's disgusting. Piss off. Garbage. Well, why is the arse falling out of it? What? Why is the arse falling out? Because there's no fucking heart in it. It's geek. <laughs> a big load of geek for all to see me. <laughs> a load of geek now. Paul, your immediate response to that horror show. 
Good pen throw there. Good pen throw. <laughs> to let, yeah. to let the, the people who couldn't see. Let's <laughs> throw the pen in anger. Three centimeters under the table. It was a bit of a half hour step. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was Johnson. It was Liverpool esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. really... Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. We cut across here. Go on. Uh, Apologies. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're immediately. I just can't wait to. Talk I know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just the same as a West Brom, like a big load of bollocks, really. Um, yeah. Like by the end, you're just just laughing at it, basically. Like that—that's all you could really do. Like I don't want to fucking get too get too emotionally involved in like a bunch of fucking idiots trying to beat Steve Harper. <laughs> Steve Harper, he's like Billy Mitchell's granddad. He's, like, he's not even trying to save those shots. It's like he's trying to fucking get out of the way. Of he's them. not they quite as keep, nimble as Billy. They, they just keep hitting him. Granddad, I was yeah. disgusting there. Uh, like the season can't end soon enough, really. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just want to, I just want the season gone. To play youngsters or whatever. What about your theory that there was because there was still something there that there was that paralysis uh, in the in the performances? It was was it was it? Is there anything to be said for that, or was it just? Well, uh, we've seen like it's another bottle job, really. I mean, we went on the remember we went on the kind of thirteen game unbeaten run, yeah. And the crunch game at the end of that was the United game, and it was a horrible performance. Next game, Arsenal, horrible performance. (laughs) Pulled it back against Newcastle, vital game against Villa, horrible performance. Yeah, you know, United and City looking looking shaky. What do we come up with? Horrible, horrible, horrible performance. (laughs) Horrible. Like there's there's a slight pattern emerging. So I just want the season. I just wanted to be over. Well, after after enduring that, I I couldn't agree with you more. Dave, you have a question in response to this, don't you? Pretty much. Well, it's it's the same question I asked you all before the game, right? What's our plan to win? Yeah. Right. So we go out against West Brom. We got, we create nothing, absolutely nothing. You know, we we draw with West Brom, and usually when you get results like that, and with a bet, you know, you think or. Jesus, the keeper must have had a worldie. They had fucking Boas Myhill in goal, like, and he Mm -hmm. was not man of the match against you know when we played West Brom, and then tonight. He plays the same side. Okay, he takes Jared out and puts Allen in, which is a you know marginal upgrade. But what's our plan? I just don't understand the plan. It's like he's lost it the last since the United game. Since well, actually, we were discussing earlier since the Swansea game. Really, where Gary Monk, I think, frightened him a little bit, sussed his system out a little bit. Mm. He's just we're playing Not. what we were playing in November. Mm. Balotelli up front on his own with. Nobody supporting him, you know. Sterling and Coutinho, our best two players, not in the middle of the park, but actually playing out wide. You know, it does feel, doesn't it, when you're watching a match like that and you're trying to comment on it, that you're almost doing a, a, a credit to try and impose some sort of rational thought on what was behind it there, because it was just shapeless, wasn't it? Well, usually, I mean, to be fair, right? I I have consistently been a Rogers advocate. I always As argue. That there is always there is a method to what he's trying to do, and sometimes that doesn't come off right. Mm. And but this is different for me. This isn't like he's not. What's he trying? I don't even understand what he's. What's his thought process here? I just don't understand it. If he, I like Phil made a comment earlier uh, against Newcastle. We played Coutinho up front as a false nine. We win the game comfortably. Win the game. Yeah. That experiment goes out the window. Oh, Bennett straight away. Yeah. Just, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. If we lost tonight, right and. Because of losing tonight, it was because he tried something. He tried Coutinho in a false nine, and he played Markovic, and he, perhaps he played Bran again. He wanted to give him a couple of minutes, and you know he tried something. I, I actually think I'd be going. But, Do you know what? That's all right because. But Dave, what about that thing I was saying to Paul earlier on? That the reason we didn't see that is because there is was slight potential left for something to emerge from the season, so that the the, the team and the setup was was sort of paralysed. But we yeah, and he I went mean, to his yeah, go to yeah. men that we know he, yeah, he exactly, on. exactly. You know? I mean, it's another must win game, and we fucking bottle it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. There is so the go to men are not worth going to. Is what you're saying? Well, you keep picking failures; they're going to fail. Yeah, 
keep picking losers, you lose. That's yeah. the reality. Yeah. You can't keep putting Glenn Johnson in a side. You can't keep putting Matthew Skirtle and Dejan Lovren together. And you can't keep playing Joe Allen and Jordan Henderson in the midfield. And you can't keep playing players out of position and keep playing Balotelli and wonder... As Einstein, I believe, once said, <laughs> why the same things keep fucking happening? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then, th- just to compound things, because I'm on a rant, the substitutions again. The substitu- He takes Jordan Ibe and Balotelli off for Lalana and Lambert. So basically what he's done is he said, we're going to play exactly the same, guys, but we're going to do it slower. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. the real problem, we were joking about the real problem in that first half was we were just too quick. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit too quick to everything. So what we'll do is, Jordan Ibes was a really quick player and Balotelli has got a bit of a turn of pace. We won't have that. We'll put Ricky Lambert, who can't move, yeah. who has worse knees than Steve Harper. And we'll put Lalana, who Cruyff turns himself into another dimension whenever he plays. Like, you know? So I just, what's the plan? Mm. And you know, everyone wants to debate about the manager's position and I think it's a valid debate to be having because what's the fucking plan? Even yeah. in his... And I will finish after this. Even when he's had bad times before, like the first half of his first season, he was almost... He, he almost stuck to the plan too much. You, you could see what he was trying to do mm-hmm. then. But I don't get it. I don't get what he's trying to do. I think... It's just a wasted season, an absolute and wasted season. They are yeah, carrying on from that. Like I was talking to a United fan on Twitter, who like you know they Oi. they got they got <laughs> thrashed by Everton, like roundly thrashed. And he was going mad. He was going, "It's a disgrace." Like top the race for top four isn't over. And like this, this is two like, this is two days ago. Yeah. And I was saying, no, it is like Liverpool are not. Liverpool would do well to match the points total yeah. United have now. Never mind mm. fucking overhaul it. Yeah. Mm. I was like, we we are just gonna fizz out. The season is over. Like you could just see it coming. Like on I've, while Dave was talking, there, I was thinking, right? You think of the players who have shut us out in the past two games, right? And it it reads like you know those funny elevens people put together. Like, Bowes Myhill and Steve Harvey, the two keepers, right? The two Dawson brothers yeah. between the two teams, okay? <laughs> Macaulay and Huddleston. Don't forget Paul at the back. Yeah, Paul McShane, all right. Paul McShane. Yeah, a leprechaun. Chris Brunt and all sitting in front of the fucking yeah. defence for West Brom. Like these are absolutely deplorable. But we were talking and, about it, and we're not, we're not, we're not troubling these players at all. Like. Go through the list of managers that have beaten us this season. That's even more depressing, right? <laughs> Neil Warnock has beaten us. Sam Allardyce has beaten us. Paul Steve Lambert. Bruce has beaten us. Paul Lambert's beaten us. Tim Sherwood has beaten us. I mean, come on. Never mind. And, and the worst thing about tonight, the, the, the worst thing for Rodgers is he did his press conference yesterday, right? And he talked about two things. He talked about how we're still an attractive team, and blah, 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 and we're going to, you know, we, no reason why we can't kick off, kick on next season and do something. And we've got to put pressure on Man United. That was his message, right? So surely that's his team talk. Is he walks in and he says, lads, it isn't up yet. Put pressure on them. If we'd won tonight and win our next game, we'd be a point behind them with, by the time they play next. Mm-hmm. That's pressure on United, coming off the back of a 3-0 defeat to Everton. Then we'd see what they're made of. But instead, we fucking bottle it again. And the most damning thing is that you, you knew that wasn't going to happen. That was ne- no. We were never going to be a point oh. behind United next time they played. You just knew it. That's, that's the most damning thing We've taken thing about four it. points from six games. Steve, we had a chance to get nine points in a week there. And as the lads are saying here, we, uh, we basically look to have all but destroyed that and any chances we have uh, left what plan do you see there fella sorry mate I was just playing with my phone I know there. that yeah. um, <laughs> it's about as interesting as anything that can be discussed about that match um, we don't have a plan we don't have there's nothing on, on the basis of our last since Swansea you know what I mean there's there's nothing 
positive to see. We beat a piss poor Newcastle side who were in free fall and even made that look difficult until the last minutes of the game or the last few minutes of the game. Mm. Um, you know, in any match where we've actually had it put up to us, we've capitulated. And well, taking taking uh, Rogers out of the equation because it's, it's far too easy to include him because he, he is at the root of most stuff here. Take him out of the equation for a minute. What, the the performances that we've actually seen there were actually comically bad in some places. Yeah, like across he, the pitch. he's at the he's at the root of the problem in a sense. But you know you cannot you know I suppose excuse the players for the level of performance that they're giving us. And you know what he's not a Rafa Benitez in the sense that he absolutely you know drills in one job to a player and you know if you go across the halfway line as a fullback you'll be castigated for mm. it that's not the sort of manager he is so what this actually needed tonight was when whatever system he set us up with wasn't working mm. there was a, an absolute lack of leadership on the pitch a lack of anybody willing to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and actually do something and you'd got Raheem Sterling you'd got Coutinho you'd got Henderson you'd got you know Emery Chan, who we've banged on about for so long, nobody had a good game. Hmm. Nobody. The amount of aimless shit passes to nobody. The, the the idea of whipping balls into a non-existent Ricky Lambert when he came on, or trying to play a ball in behind the fucking back four to Balotelli, who's still at the halfway line. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's it was just hitting hope football tonight, and that's that's all there was to it. And it's it's probably a bit raw now to get into a review of it because. It's so fucking infuriating. Oh, this is all it deserves, frankly. Yeah, it's, it's it is all it general, deserves. Absolutely, it doesn't deserve points. any no, it time to to put thought into a constructive review because, and like there you is said, nobody, nobody's getting a good review there. But the, 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 I go Pinelay actually. Sorry, yeah, makes yeah. The, 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 the reason why I'm so angry about it is that these players and this manager has just thrown in the season. Yeah, they're throwing it away, mm. and it's 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 disgusting. It's a bottle mm. job. It's disgusting. Even after the Arsenal game, even after those games, right? You go, and we, we sat here and talked about it, you could, they could have still put 74, 75 points on the board, right? Yeah. And that could still give you a chance of getting into Champions League with all the games that were, were, that were coming up, right? And to have that attitude that it was gone, because they lost the fucking FA Cup semi-final, the FA Cup semi-final was never getting them into the Champions League. Right? It, it's, been, it's been drummed into fucking every press conference that this club, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard fight to get into the Champions League, but we have to be there, this is where this club has to be, the whole lot. If this is if if the, if if that's the if that's the true belief that's in there, right? To continually perform like they have since that fucking game, like the only time that we've we've, we've played any way reasonable was when Newcastle turned up and didn't play against us, and we had a, a cup semi final the following week because the players were playing for for their place in the cup semi final. Mm. Since then, it's been disgusting. And all all I'm going to say is that if the manager cannot get the team up. He comes out, one of the things he said recently was that we want to finish on a high because we want to take that momentum into the next season, right? What's going on there is the type of shit that went on when Kenny was finishing out his time at Liverpool and it was just appalling watching those games. Do you remember the, the Fulham yeah. match and um, the, the, it wasn't the raining in goal? Yeah. The Swansea match, you know, there was the West Brom game. And I'll give you, I was at that West Brom game, the one where Hudson beat us 1-0 in, in Anfield, right? And that match t- there gave me the exact same feeling a group of players who don't give a fuck anymore mm. who, who aren't playing for the manager no game plan it's really the case of I'll just throw well, that's the thing that's the bit for me it's so sudden if I'm, the, if I'm the the guys running the club you know you look at you look at things and you, you say okay results are only one thing and then you look at the performances and you're looking at well you know 
is it bad luck? It's not bad luck. Are the players playing for him? You know, are the fans on side? These are the things, the intangible things that actually go to determining whether a manager is going to stay or not. It's not so much about whether he finishes fifth, sixth, fourth, or whatever. You know, because in in a, in the cold light of day, that's just a number. They're going to look at the other things around it. They're going to look at the lack, the fact that we haven't scored a goal mm. in two games against West Brom. But you Howard. said it yourself, we were the best team, the form team in the in the Premier League for a considerable chunk of the season, 13, 14 Well, games. I think we also said, to be so, fair on this on this pod, we all said it. We were, be, we were finally beating teams we should have beat. Yeah. City aside, we haven't won a big game all season. Yeah, okay. We have not won so, a game all season where we should we needed to win that game. Yeah. Right? Spurs and Southampton, Southampton was a good victory, Spurs was okay, but City was the best we played. But take that out. I mean, here's, a, here's another exercise. Tell me the season's highlights. Tell me, you know, tell me yeah, what's going DVD, on your DVD yeah. for what has happened this Lovren season. Lovren kicked the ball into his own face against West Brom. That was probably... <laughs> that was, Lovren vomiting tonight <laughs> might make it. Joe Allen hitting like, the ball into his own face as well. There was, there's been a few instances of the <laughs> yeah. ball being kicked into their own face. Yeah. But you know, and we're going to now, we have to try to discuss the QPR game, but like, why the fuck should we? Mm. And I, I don't mean to be smart, but look, because we know what's going to happen at the weekend. You're going to get 11 players out there and if, if they score a goal early, maybe they'll be up for the game. Mm. If they don't, then nothing's going to happen for how do, how do you look at your bench? See, sorry now, to cut across you. How do you look at your bench today? I think Ricky Lambert's the answer. No, in all He's seriousness. The man. The man in all seriousness, right? Yeah. You've got Markovic on the bench, you've got young Cameron Brannigan on the bench. How are you, how, what are you looking at that yeah. says... He's the guy that's going to solve this for me. Well, what about the thing I said to you earlier on? What, what about this? In the, in the three three matches that are left? Yeah. Palace, four matches, Chelsea, four matches, QPR, QPR, Palace, QPR. Chelsea. Yeah, okay. Stoke. In those four games, and Stoke at the end the last game. Of the what about in those four games? Now that fourth place is completely fucking gone, do we possibly now see a little bit of shackles off, see kids coming? Oh, yeah. He'll, is there something he'll be totally... And this, uh, see, this is why I'm frustrated because he'll be totally innovative now because he's got no pressure. This he doesn't need point. to win yeah. now. So, so, so he'll fucking be all bold and he'll throw all these youngsters in yeah. and then he'll come out and he'll say, see, we're building for the future and we got this great plan. But it shouldn't fucking disguise from the fact that we had two games to win. Beat West Brom, win tonight, three, and beat QPR, yeah. and we're ahead of United. Yeah. That's the fucking cold light today. That's the fact. It's the big game argument that you've made before. That what, he really does, what he does now is fucking irrelevant. He can play the ladies team for all I care. It's fucking irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Joyous. Fun. The joyous the step of summer as, as it rains bitterly Well, outside. we may as well finish fucking seventh as finish fucking fifth. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I don't even buy that argument. And, and the reason why I don't... The worst I, thing is that gets you your Europa League spot if Arsenal win the FA Cup, doesn't no, it? No, but I, I want this in the Europa League. <laughs> I, I go back to how do we get into the Champions League? But here's the thing, Phil. It's only worth being in the Europa League if the manager trusts the Europa League to be a ve- you know a vehicle to the Champions I League, I know, which but, he doesn't. But but Steve, this is this is ridiculous because the, I know. The Europa but what I'm saying is, is, if he's going to get a, if, if he's I going to get it, another season, then yeah. then but what's the I, point of us being in it? But if we I, may as well be out of Europe and have that freshness. But if that I'm we if, had. if I'm a manager and I don't value the Europa League, and, and and I'm being told by my bosses that the most important thing is to get this club back into the Champions League, and there's the routes I have to Champions League. Are, are generally won which is finishing the top four in the league but I also know I'm in a competition that the winners gets me into the Champions League and I don't take that serious I'm sorry but that is not acceptable from an employer's point of no, view No I agree I don't, I'm not disagreeing it's with not. you Can't be. 
It can't be. No, it, it, can't it cannot be. be because you cannot just dismiss a competition which would allow you to achieve the goal that you're being set year in, year out for, for, for the club as a whole. Well, unless we fall away with three, three or four defeats, the likelihood is we will be in the Europa League. Is that, that's, uh, I haven't done the points no, We have to finish top six to guarantee Europa League. Yeah. And if Villa win the FA Cup, which they're going to win which, it, right, they, they, then, then it'll be, if, if they don't, then it'll be top seven. Because the league doesn't, the, the place doesn't go to the cup loser. It goes back to the league. Goes back to the league. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, look. Do we talk about QPR in the light of well, that of the of the of the potential well, for change? The only thing that we can ask ourselves here now about the QPR game, because you know, and the feeling for me is that I'm going to be watching the same game that I've watched now against West Brom and against Hull when I when I go to watch the QPR. We've got a we've got a team that's trying to fight its way out of relegation. Whatever whatever chance it has, it needs a result, and we have a team that is either. As you said, it will either be invigorated by some innovation because there's no pressure on, right? Mm. Or we see the same bunch of crap repeated because things don't go away for us in the first ten minutes of the game. Well, I think we're gonna. I think what the, the next four games are going to be is, and there's always going to be this. It's going to be the Jared farewell tour now. You know, Jared's fit. He's going to play every game, right? With uh, one or two kids as a token gesture, do you think perhaps? I don't even. Think I don't know how. We were 2 0 up against Newcastle, but 15 minutes ago, and he doesn't put Brannigan on. He's not mm. going to put him on. I don't think he's going to play him. There were rumours about Yesel over the last couple of days. Nothing yeah, happened there that. either. I mean, I. Well, could, he, could he be any worse? Like, we go back well, to the strikers bit, right? No, he'd be better. So, so let, let's be honest about this. Look, look at our strikers. Right, Barini hasn't done it for us. Balotelli hasn't done it for us. No matter what, what, what your opinion is on Balotelli as a footballer, yeah. he hasn't done it for us, right? Mm. And Lambert hasn't done it for us, right? So, what, what do we, what, what do we gain by playing any of those three? Over the next four games, nothing. Mm. What could we gain by maybe giving the likes of um, Yasser a run? Yeah. We might gain something. We might, he might, it might be good for him. It might, all of a sudden, it might give him a bit of confidence to kick on and go to a different level. What happens, uh, taking Dave's point, that we put Brannigan into the side, that we put you know somebody else into the side that, that, that's there, maybe giving your man Pelosi a, a game or something like that as he's coming back. Why not try these things out? Because i tell you one thing, at the moment, Raheem Sterling is not playing anywhere near a, a, a good enough level. We don't have we 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 keep playing Lallana and, and nothing's happening for him. Mm. Coutinho has no runners around him. We as 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 you said, uh, you know, Coutinho played in a false night. We dumped that because it worked. Mm. I don't I don't understand why that hasn't been tried since because we've we've looked absolutely nothing, and we've put forwards in that have offered nothing to to us as a team. So, you know, unless you do if you if you do the same thing again. It's, you're going to end up with the same results. It was the same and uh, Kenny towards the end, right? It seemed to be that our strategy around scoring goals was give it to Suarez and he'll do something magic, right? And we've essentially done that with Coutinho. Yep. You know, our strategy to win is essentially give it to Coutinho, he'll do something a bit magic. It was magic. the biggest single source of frustration yeah. in that match was watching Coutinho trying to th- uh, thread balls through to, to no one. To, uh, yeah, exactly. To, to non-existent runners and non-existent so who's, who's You know, then you look at your side and you go, okay, well, who can run in this side? Well, Ibe can run, Sterling can run, Markovic can run, and yet... They're all in positions where they're not able to make that central run. Well, that was the second most disappointing thing for me was the lack of effect that I've had because of wherever he was stationed, possibly just down to his own poor performance. But he was ineffective. Well, this this exciting talent that we've all really, really been looking well, for. Well, first of all, we don't play. I thought he was poor, but he was playing down the side that we don't play. So Coutinho was playing on the left hand side behind essentially behind Sterling that's kind of where he was ended up being positioned so all the good play goes down the left hand side which it always does with us so it's hard to be I think it's hard to be on the right hand side in our side mm. because we don't we don't go that way mm. if that makes sense we tend to play a lot of ball down the left hand side so I was poor but I don't think he was played correctly yeah. you know and I think that in a more fluid system 
Balotelli's coming 40 yards deep to make layoffs, right? So then Ibe gets the ball, and we saw it, right? He's running out, running through on goal, and he's got eight players between him and the other, the next red shirt. Mm. So of course he's going to try and beat the player. I think it's not like, if if, he, if you're a right footed winger on the right playing against a pack defence like you're on a hind and nothing, yeah. like you're, you're not going to especially when the, when the team isn't moving the ball around yeah. Like yeah, when, exactly. it, when it is literally just give it to Coutinho and see what happens there's no interplay at all no. like he's basically just being given the ball and say, saying there's five lads in front of you see if you can beat all them and get a cross in or something yeah so exactly I mean I felt bad for him every time he got the ball and he's a direct player he runs towards the opposition goal and the like Balotelli's either not in the box or he's aiming for Sterling who's yeah. never going to win that cross yeah. and what the fuck are we crossing for anyway before you put the tin hat on the stable one of the, uh, the <laughs> one of the direct footballers that we did see coming on um, uh, uh, was Markovic um, and I, I think even in the few minutes he made a case to start the next match didn't he yeah listen he I think he's been so unfairly treated in the last few games. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's you know, been the sacrificial been, lamb, been, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he has been a sacrificial lamb. Without even, you know, if he'd had a bad game and you said, Jesus, he was harshly done by because he's hardly seen many minutes since the Arsenal match. But the truth is, even in the Arsenal game, you know, it was like he was the sole reason why Sterling didn't score that goal. And therefore, yeah. everything else has yeah. been directed his way since. He's He's had more invention and more of a direct threat and pace, which yeah. is, you know, what we lacked. You're bringing Lallana and Lambert on. You know, neither of them can, can go by a player. Well, yeah, and uh, Mark was just the only man yeah, who, like who, who it, made a bit of a difference. Absolutely, it was there was an running. injection of, yeah. of, of a, a direct element to the yeah. game because Ibe hadn't brought that tonight. It didn't work for Ibe tonight. Yeah. And for me, that should have been the direct replacement. It should have been Ibe for Markovic when yeah. he was making that change, not Ibe for Lalana. Um, or or bring Ibe or bring Markovic and Lalana on, and don't put fucking uh, Lambert anywhere near the pitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that. You know, there's there was no reason you're bringing on a worse version of Balotelli to play and, and do something that Balotelli couldn't do. Put it this way: the minimum that I expect going to QPR this weekend is I want to see where players are going to play next season. So Glenn Johnson should not get a minute, right? Glenn Johnson, no. should, Glenn Johnson should never wear the, foot, the jersey again. Mm-hmm. I never want to see him in a squad. I never want to see him on the bench. I never want to even see him in training pictures again, right? <laughs> I, don't not, I, I want to see him sent off to play FIFA with Enrique for the rest of the season. I don't want to see him in a Liverpool, in Liverpool kit, full stop. Anyone else in that uh, barrel for you? And I don't either, but not because I hate him the way Phil hates him, just because it's pointless. What, it's pointless playing Johnson. He's not going to be here. Mm. I want to see for, for the remainder of the season... Going back to Dave's point, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be the Gerard farewell tour, unfortunately, right? And that's that's not the right thing either. That's not setting ourselves up for the future, right? But if you're going to play him, play him up front. We, we've nobody up front. In the Palace match, but he doesn't need to play at all other than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'll play, Lambert, he'll play Lambert, 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 Barini, Barini, yeah, play, play, play fucking Jordan if you're Sinclair. If you're going to play him, play him in the QPR game, play him in the Palace game. Both games are at home. Let him Look, play his last. It's essentially it, this should essentially be. Pre-season. Mm. That's the way we should. Well, be it should be. It has to be ruthless now. Because we got as no... you say, see people in their proper yeah. positions. I, so I want to see. It, I want to see Chan so in midfield. Say, yeah. I want to see Henderson in midfield. I want to see them get a, the last four games to play together in midfield. Yeah. To, 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 you know, maybe to, to see what it lo- what it looks like as a midfield. Play Sterling, Coutinho, and Ibe or Markovic yeah. Yeah. As, your as a front, front three. Yeah. And, and and use that false nine in the way that. The, and I know Put, it's, it's a bullshit comment to become on talking at the, the false nine, but that that interchangeability that those players have, yeah, which was, worked for when we won yeah. thirteen games on the chart, yeah. and yeah, we decided it. to get rid of it. Yeah. Well, like that, that, this is it. Do something that's going to contribute to the future. Put Mankio back into the fucking team. If you're going to play a back four, put Mankio back into the team. Mm-hmm. Put Moreno back into the team. If he's not fit, play two kids who might have a chance of coming through next season mm. as fullbacks, who are fullbacks. 
Just you know, you know, stop doing the fucking go-to default position of a man that's that's scared to make a decision because that, at the moment we have t- players that are scared on the pitch to make decisions managers who are who, who's who's not making the decision who's not making the hard decision the hard choices it's going to a default fallback position the same shit that happened in the first half of this season and I'll go back to my point and it boils back to it this has not been acceptable from the start of this season and it's not acceptable now and bar a mini run that we went on to get us anywhere near back into contention for top four it has not been over, good enough over the course of the season mm. and it was not good enough for the start of last season and it wasn't good enough for the start of the season before it so we're mm-hmm. looking at mini runs constantly that's been taking us into contention for anything or setting us up for the rest of the season and it's always this reliable we're brilliant in the second half of the season well I'm sorry we haven't been brilliant in the second half of the season we've been second for we've been brilliant for half of the second half of the season so that's a much shorter period than what's been that's there for before that's a quarter of the season <laughs> yeah. I think the point that is <laughs> some fraction yeah. I can even imagine <laughs> yeah. 42 goals on the bench tonight yeah 42 yeah. goals so instead of 55 <laughs> goals that we lost it's a third of the season 13 games out of 38 so you know and the stuff not a quarter but I think you're perhaps a little harsher than I would be on the manager I think if he had continued the performances and the results from the 13 game run you know if a lot of those lessons had been continued slight tweaks rather than abandoning a lot of the principles we had I actually think he would have got a lot of praise regardless of whether we finished fifth or not I think he would have got a lot of praise for turning what what was looking like being a very bad season into a better season I think I said it last time I was on if you break 70 points it's a good it's a relatively good that is what that is par if for, for, to use his terminology that he used the problem we got now is we're going to end up with a mid 60s score and that's that's Hodgson level that's Kenny Moyes level for, it's Moyes, it's level. Moyes level you know it's like that's the problem and it, it's hard to, to make a case you can make a case that we shouldn't challenge for the title you can make a case that we should finish fifth but to finish sixth or fifth and for the points differential to be so big and for there to be such a drop yeah. off when it came to us needing to step it up that's why I, you know I, I think that's the that's the damning bit it's last me. season Benitez <clears throat> level isn't it you know what I mean in terms of that drop where you just you saw us and we just fell away and at the end of the season you look and you go fuck we're 28 points behind the eventual league leaders yeah you know, except Benitez didn't spend 115 million pound in his last season and no, you know, know Rodgers doesn't have civil war go, didn't, you know, going on around him in the background so you're right in terms of the drop I just mean the, I just mean the yeah. performances of the players yeah, and the way yeah, it's yeah. dropped off you know what I mean it's, it's, it's second half it's, this, it's, 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 it's the Kenny season syndrome that's kicked in Mm. When 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 we went to the, remember we went to the League Cup, Cup final, final yeah, won yeah. the League Cup final and, and then just, and, went and on just fell off a cliff. We went yeah. on holidays. We won a trophy. Got, that was got it. to an FA Cup final and, and yeah. didn't even show up on the day. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's where we are with this. And but the only thing is, there's no trophy there. There's not even anything to hang your hat on to say that there's something that you can, that that's tangible at the end of the season. There's nothing. I'm, I'm tangible. not sitting here saying that Rogers needs to go. I oh, know yeah. other people are. I know. I understand that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, if he does stay, it cannot be allowed. To be with the structure that's there at the moment, with this fucking dysfunctional transfer committee where he clearly has a gripe with it, somebody needs to to fucking either remove him from the transfer committee and and they bear the full responsibility of the transfers, yeah. or he gets full responsibility well, for let, the transfers let, let, and they're taking. Let, let's be honest. Even the games where um, we were winning, um, we were doing pretty well. It was worldly goals that were pulling us out, yeah, right? And, and so now. It was a Just, it was it, 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 clean sheets. Yeah, to, you know what to I mean? play devil's advocate, the guy has a group of players there who have simply failed to produce goals for him. 
true. But, he, but he's not a bystander. But he's not a bystander in this. Yeah. Oh, this is, oh, sorry, know, so how he, how involved? It's not like he's like. He's not watching an operation from the sideline, like you know. He's involved. Well, he actually is. How, how he is? He's de- no, he's not. He's designed this team. Yeah, he's so, had. Uh, he has signed off on every single person to play for Liverpool. So right you put now. you put a lot of culpability in for lack of goals as well. Look, you you take the money, you take the title, you take the credit when it comes your way, you take part of the responsibility. He needs help or he needs replacing. Simple but just as that. just just what you're saying. He's be he's lauded as a great coach. Right, which I think he is a better coach than just, he's just, showing. Just bear with me on this one, right? He's lauded as a great coach. He hasn't coached anything since we lost to United. He's all he's coached is failure, and he coached failure in the first half of the season but as he's well. He's coached it really well. Yeah, he has <laughs> actually. He's coached failure very well, yeah. so he should be lauded for coaching failure. L- listen, all I'm saying is that he's lauded as a coach. He's not very good at being a coach in the season. He hasn't developed a system. He had a, he had a system which once it got found out, he didn't know how to slightly tweak it to make it work again. He's making bad decisions as a coach, and we're talking about you know. Surely he's he's looking at a system, and he must be if he's if he's so good on the training ground, he'd have some type of system to or a secondary system to go back to if his primary system is. Well, how they, how, to beat down the might of West Brom and Hull? And Hull yeah, yeah, well, how they're not all chopping at the bit to go out there. It does suggest that a group. Well, the, w- the worry for him is that. This season turns last season around a little bit, and, and you know, the people which I've never felt whole, you know, had much credence when they were going to Osor Suarez. Okay, I don't think it was Suarez, but you start to worry: is his natural inclination actually to play attacking, goal scoring football? Because you take his first season, we didn't score a lot of goals. You take this season, we haven't scored a lot of goals, and then suddenly the good season we've had becomes the outlier mm. rather than his first season becoming the outlier. So now I'm starting to even question things like, you know, to Phil's point, is this what he's trying to design? Is this kind of sterile thing where we we have the the ball a lot but we don't actually penetrate? We don't actually, I'm just not... We didn't do anything mad today. We didn't go for it. Like... I, I would never put Lambert on but if you're going to put him on put him on with Baratelli like, yeah. put, so you've got two strikers up there take another one of the defenders out there. I game. said that earlier in the yeah. season Dave about the fact that you know I, I genuinely think Rogers' core belief is a possession based game where you have you know his, his theory is or, or has tended to be before whereby if you have the ball the opposition can't score a goal, and that's you know that's that's in one way a fair enough point and, and a factual point. But all it takes is for you to be turned over in transition, and they go and hit you on the break or a shitty you know a corner or a set piece or whatever it is. And we unfortunately, when we play this style of football, we don't look dangerous. Yeah. So we don't look dangerous in possession of the ball. We look meek. We look like we're keeping the ball for the sake of keeping the ball. If you're going to keep possession of a ball, it has to be with purpose. There has to be a reason as to why or what you're trying to achieve with that ball, which is ultimately to score a goal. And we don't look, we don't look like that. We look clueless, even in possession of the ball at the moment. And, right. and we did in his first season as well. And we did it the first half or first third of last season. Mm. You know, it was only when this shape was drawn upon when Gerard went out injured and we became this counter-attacking side and then Gerard came in at the base of that side and, and we were just... And, and you know what? We built up a fear factor then and teams approached us in a different way because they were scared shitless of what? Suarez, Sturridge and Sterling. And you can't, you can't take away from the fact that we have been hamstrung by our current best striker being injured and our best striker by a country mile being sold in the summer. But 
you know, we, we have to go all the way back to the summer and say there was never a replacement put in place for that. There was never a contingency plan for storage being made of wet paper and there was never a contingency plan for replace, replacing Luis Suarez's goals. Well, they've told us they brought in 42 goals, Steve Wilson. Yeah, well, yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're, well, I think my point on that is that you can't keep saying we lost 55 goals as if we didn't add anything to the team. Yeah. You can't, you know, that, that's my argument. Yeah, but that, uh, yeah, that, that's it's, it's a shit you know, argument pe- people to say keep, we lost 55 yeah. goals. People keep saying. Philip Lam is after missing his first penalty in the DFB Pokal final. Stick it on there. Fuck this shit. Anyway, that's right, my so. point about the goals. <laughs> like, you know, is that it's a redundant argument because, to say you lost 55 yeah. goals. Absolutely. Because every season. Because it assumes that no one else can score goals. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. all right, look, we're, let's, let's do just. Uh, we knew all that. Let's just edit all this with, out. With a, nod to, uh, <laughs> with a nod to some sort of structure, uh, let's get a prediction because we always do for the QPR game. Paul, start with you. Shite. Shite. You think it'll be shite. shite. Excellent. Uh, Steve. 2 1 QPR. Excellent. David. Oh, we'll win now. It's no pressure. So we'll win 2 0. We'll win 2 0. Yeah, I think we'll win as well. Probably 1 2 0, Phil. Apathy, two. <laughs> Caring, nil. <laughs> Shite. <laughs> Cowboys, Trev. <laughs> I am Lou Suarez. You are listening to Tripper's Chat. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, we'll start with a question from Ian Leyland. Uh, no, actually, we want to start with one from another Ian. Uh, and Ian asks, what's next for LFC? Um, is it another sorry Ian Leyland is it another season of rebuilding and build, building half there. of what we already have or how do you see next season so rebuilding or starting from scratch or now for me I'm sick of transition every fucking season is, a trans- is, is another season of transition the closest that we got to it was last season mm. And we were still ta- which we were, should have been transition. And we were still talking in, at the end of that season. Well, look, we're almost there. You know, we only need a couple of players, and that was really a, a, a bonus because we were starting to transition into another season. Just fuck transitioning. Off. Just fuck off. If we're going to be constantly in transition, then we're never going to get anywhere. Mm. I feel like a Spurs fan. Jesus, that's a deep statement. Go on. Would you care to elaborate on that? Yeah, like I suppose it's it's you know when I look at Spurs fans and I look at Spurs and I think to myself you delusional pricks because they just have this you know it's a delusion of grandeur that they are going to break the top four and they can actually challenge for the league or whatever it might be and you're just laughing your head off because you know that Spurs are shite and they're going to go to shit no matter what run they're on they're eventually going to blow up and go to shit and really that's just how I feel like you know if you take the last 20 fucking years yeah, well, we've only ever been a notch above that well, I know but yeah. I'm just saying you know what I mean yeah we're like we're only a notch above Spurs just we're notch. not just a notch yeah. below the league winners yeah. we're a notch above Spurs and that's it and have been for most of that time that's yeah. just yeah. the sad yeah. truth like. we finished third <laughs> or we finished second three times yeah. four, four times Julier uh, Evans Rafa. Evans no, oh, no, no. We, we've trailed we, off, didn't we, we? we sorry we were very close we, we blew we should have that year yeah and we blew we finished third didn't we Ford Fourth, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Julia, with Rafa and Brennan. With Brennan, yeah. And look, it's fucking pointless wallowing in, you know, uh, the reality, the, the financial realities of where we are. Or, the, you know, the season is over. It's about, and regardless of what we all think, we're all going to come in in September and think, oh my God, yeah, we could do, and whether you feel like a Spurs fan or not, that's more 
uh, a Liverpool fan, a Spurs fan, if you want my honest opinion, about thinking, oh, this year could be our year. I mean, nobody saw a title challenge coming last season, right? When we finished uh, Rodgers' first season, nobody saw it coming. Mm. So, you know, things can move quickly in football. For me, I think we're the type of club that we're always going to be in, all clubs are in some sort of transition. So, the the question I think is about the extent of the rebuild. Yeah, exactly. What sort we, of rebuild we, we perhaps need at? to do? So, yeah. parking the question of management aside for one minute, you know, I wouldn't like to see us bring in any more than five players, mm. if I'm honest. And I wouldn't like to see us. I see numbers of like. 10, 11, 12 players going out. I personally think that's a little bit too much. And I know we all maybe disagree on that. I'd be looking to keep the core of the team, you know, pretty much together and add, you know, strong first 11 or potentially first 11 players in, you know, three or four different areas. And I think that, you know, there's two ways to look at it. We've had a disappointing season from where we came last season. But, you know, if we had just performed 10% better this season than we have, we'd be in the top four. Mm. And we'd all have been going, actually, do you know what? That's a pretty good season, consolidation. Let's build on that. Let's build yeah. on that. So yeah. next season's no different for us. You know, if we've posted two seasons which are around the, you know, one well in excess of the 70-point mark and the second one close to 70 points, we hadn't done that for five years before. Mm. I think there's a good base there, irrespective of who the manager is. We're, we shouldn't lose any of our best players this summer, assuming we hold on to Sterling. So it should only be incremental gains when we're adding players to it. So regardless of the manager, I'm a little bit more optimistic, but I would say that. You know? Yeah, but those players that you're talking about that have to come in, Paul, very interesting stat that we've heard is that uh, last season we scored 101 goals. This season so far we scored 47. So you can see the differential there. Now, if you were to add up the goals scored by the strikers that we have on our bench, it I almost brings it up to that. Yeah, it comes up to about 417. I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, Dave's count, I think. <laughs> well, that's blowing that early. <laughs> but, um, like, I think there, there has to be quite a bit of transition because if you look at our squad last year, like... There were so many, like you'd, you'd probably have a list of 10 players who you never wanted to see in a Liverpool shirt yeah. again, like in the squad. Like we, we talked about how once you, once you kind of, once we got an injury or whatever, you might have Coutinho or Sterling to come off the bench. Other than that, it was fucking Victor Moses and Aspas. Well, if you were behind you, you the were revolving door, who are you pushing into it from oh, what we have it. now? Like there's there's tons of man. That, the problem is that going to be a big revolving door. <laughs> <laughs> just take three abreast and just, just take the door off the hinges, yeah. fucking <laughs> down a cliff. <laughs> but um, and then like when you, the amount of players we bought in the summer just gone, and like do any of them really like? I don't. Yeah, have any of them come in and improved? The team. Emery, like, Chan. Emery Chan has played well, but it's not as if like he's completely shored up the midfield or anything. He's played kind of well, at the he, back. He'd have yeah. to play midfield to shore up the midfield. And, well, exactly. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's kind of he's he lo- he's looked good in a shite defence. Like I know, I'm a fan of him, mm. but it, the the amount of money we've spent and the amount of players we've bought mm. in the last couple of years who just who just don't influence the team nearly. Well, the likely ones to go are probably Balotelli, probably Lambert will try and get some games somewhere next season. Barini, probably Barini. So that's three of the strikers, Johnson. right? Gerard's Johnson, gone. we know, is, is, is probably never going to go. Gerrard's gone. So, Enrique will go. And, yeah, yeah. Well, it does, that doesn't really matter. Like that, well, I think he still has two years on his PlayStation contract. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the tour guide job, don't forget that. I mean, you get to 10 players and he's leaving pretty quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's about who you bring in, though. I mean, I think that what we've seen with the likes of Jordan Ibe, as an example, Cameron Berrigan's on the bench tonight, uh, the likes of Ojo out on loan, mm. Wisdom's to come back, Laurie's to come back. You know, the squad's there. It's not about the squad. It's about adding... If we if we added two first-team players, I'd probably be happy with that as a summer 
Exactly. Going back to the, the premise of the question, transition and rebuilding, right? And it goes back to what Dave is saying here. We continually use transition and rebuilding as an excuse. At some point, you have to stop using the word transition and rebuilding, yeah. and you have to build. Look at the amount of transition and rebuilding Southampton had to do in the summer. Yeah, but you they, know don't, I mean? they, they don't lost a ton of their best players yeah. and their manager. Yeah. In comes a different manager with a different and approach and philosophy. It gives everybody a boost, and there they are pushing yeah. for still nobody, pushing. They're a point behind us, and yeah. they're still and they're not using transition no. and rebuilding. They they're just, using that as a they're using that as a platform yeah. for 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 their success this mm. season. The fact that this new manager, if is your in. recruitment is good enough, yeah. But the people they I was just going to say the people they've brought in have done the, done the business for them. But, but they've bought again, players he was confident in, mm. and he knew what he would get from them. Well, it was it's not just him because they have go, go, going back to like they have a recruitment team that they've used over the last four or five years where they've continually built going back to the idea right they don't rebuild they build right? right and we have to get into our head it's not a rebuild it's a build even if you bring in five players it's you're not rebuilding you're building on the good things you have we're constantly in this thing what are you, of throwing the baby what are, are you focusing on there some kind of psychological way, way of approaching it is it like that yeah. basically we have some progress here now that's, well that's, rebuild suggests you knock it all you down start and, start from scratch, yeah. and yeah. I think yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. all saying is there's no reason to do that yeah. right? whether yeah. Rogers is there or not whether Rogers no is there or not and, and, and I think to be fair and that's what FSG we love our five year plan FSG that is that is something that they have that the appointment of Rogers was about that it was about saying that we're going to play a certain, or I say play a certain way, but you know, buy a certain profile of player, and we, we're going to have a strategy. And actually, the I, problems have arrived when we've deviated from that. Well, strategy. he muddied the waters with yeah, his insistence on not on no director of football. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Well, he's muddied the water generally. I also think in terms of some of the things he said this season, because you know, at the beginning of the season, he's talking about it should be a title challenge, and then you know, then it's about top four, and now it's about fifth is par, and you know, then it's about. You know, we've replaced Suarez, and then every time we get a setback, it's about how we haven't replaced Suarez. And alluding to your comment about goals earlier, you know, mm. as I said before the pod, you know, we lost 55 goals, but all of our strikers that we have on the bench, Balotelli, Barini, and uh, Lambert, who weren't here last season, scored 42 goals last season. Did you know that, lads? No. Well, that's best there pretty bad. So, so there's goals there. There's goals Einstein there. did say that if you're going uh, to lose If you have to replace strikers, 55 goals, then you, you need to sign three strikers who can get at least I think it was Dick Howe who said that, actually. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't Einstein. Oh, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of philosophy, let's get some questions from the from the listeners. Then um, I'll go through a few of these really quick. Chris asks, "What are acceptable? I like this one. What are acceptable knickknacks for a man to collect?" He mentions mm. a, epic eighties toys, so he's obviously got a collection of Star Wars toys. Yeah, I guess. So, so what what does acceptable thing things knickknacks for a man to collect? This goes back to the whole idea of the fucking <clears throat> the, the having a stadium. If you be, if you buy like a, a replica stadium, where the fuck do you put it? <laughs> like if you're going to collect something yeah. you have to have somewhere to put it there's no point but get, collecting stuff and just like going stick it in a box stick it I in did that what did, what did Liverpool you? memorabilia it's all, <laughs> it's I, all I bought like a couple of a signed jersey and signed Gerrard and Carragher boots and everything it's all sitting in my mum's house in the yeah. fucking front room is, just there, with, with, is there a certificate of authentication in your mum's yes, house it's, it's, <laughs> it's there with bubble wrap over it like right, it's not right. even up on the wall in my mum's house it's just sitting there doing fucking nothing well I think what Chris is driving at is, is there anything that you, you know I'm not saying Pokemon cards but like, along the lines right? <laughs> like do you like, like, Pokemon like, cards. like no, Matchbox sorry. toys. Yeah, it's the right thing that's actually like, acceptable like for us. No, I'm, I'm, I do collect. <laughs> 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 is there anything acceptable that you can come up with? 
I don't know. Well said, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> With contributions like this, you spoil us. <laughs> yeah, years ago, I bought a. Uh, they released a, um, about putting things in a box and you buy them like um, a Beatles anniversary collection of stamps, you know? Yeah. So I bought the whole set of them. I have no fucking idea where they are. <laughs> <laughs> but that well, that's that. that. I have no idea it was, it's 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 a bit of money at the time, but I can't remember. It's probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got bull wrap over its yeah. grand. <laughs> Certificates but is, isn't it, I think, I think there's also a, a bit of a, a generation thing. So if you, when you have kids, you, you tend to stop collecting your own stuff. Because they collect Because shit they're just you. collecting shit all yeah, over yeah, the shop, yeah, right? That's a good point. Whereas when, like, I was in my 20s, you would have had, like, CD collections and stuff. You would have been original stuff. <laughs> Let's not do this again. <laughs> but it, it, it is like there is that thing where all of a sudden you can't, you don't have that. Your free money is going on on Lego and Play Doh. Plus, also yeah, the things yeah, you might yeah. collect, like records and movies and all that, it's get all wrecked. online now. They eat them. Well, I suppose one of the benefits is that you probably get to play with their toys as well, don't you? All right, this is I, turning I, into grumpy old men here. Now, moving on. Steve, Did you see Steve. the first half of that match? Boy? <laughs> <laughs> to get any fucking laughs out of this, Steve. Steve, I did pair up as soon as the kids are mentioned. I'll, I'll get it in. I'll get it in. I'll get the dig in. I'll get the dig in. Uh, right, here's another one. This is from Scott. Scott wonders how many Cadbury's cream eggs could you eat at once? Bollocks. <laughs> what? I actually had a plan. I read the agenda earlier on, and I had a plan to go in and try and buy a big fucking heap of Cadbury's cream eggs and get us I to all see. try and see how many we could get in our car. How did you say to myself? I'm not going there again. Then I again. had 16 of them. So I told you I held the world record for eating Cadbury's cream eggs before. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, this a, a Phil Casey? Official one or a Phil Casey? I was on News Talk 106 over it. I can you can go back and check it. I was <laughs> on the Moncrief show. Well, hang on a second. What? You need to clarify this. How, so how many did you get in your mouth? I can I could do three at one time. Dan, that was the world record. No, 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 no. no. Oh, you did that an eating contest. One. I did an eating contest. Right. How oh. many? How many you could do in five minutes? And this was a Guinness World well, Record. Actually, this is how many they could are, you they eat are, at They once? aren't allowed in the Guinness World Records because of the whatever food, the food record. Do you know the, the eating records? <laughs> Aren't allowed into them anymore. Yeah, because they're health. That is the biggest yeah. load of yeah. bollocks I've ever heard. <laughs> that's that's straight up because then they got I Henry, got a, Henry I got a king size bag of Maltesers in my mouth all in one go, yeah. all in one go. How in the name of God do I you do that? I have a giant mouth. Look at him, that Jesus is Christ, actor, like, yeah. fella. Yeah. That was an appetizer for his cheeks. These cheeks come out. They can. Uh, <laughs> I, I did for, hold a lot. For, the record I held was fourteen in four minutes and seven seconds. Fourteen Cadbury's cream eggs. Yeah, and the, not you can't drink water now. You just had to keep you going. You must have been sick as a dog. Oh man, I went training that night. You should have seen the state me training. Like, Would you know, have a go at it again? No, uh, honest to God, like I felt fucking. I'd really be interested in seeing could I beat that record, but I think you. I don't think you're knocking it out of the park, fella. I think, but the, if, if there's an unofficial right. on Periscope next week, there's a, <laughs> no genuine. There's an unofficial like. The, there is an unofficial record site kept of all these things, right? Yeah. And I think the current record, some girl did, I think it's 36 in five minutes. Fucking hell. Cream eggs. I did nearly yeah. choke when I ate the king size bag of Maltesers because what happened was, like that, you can't take a drink. Your mouth is absolutely <laughs> stuffed to the fucking gills <laughs> with Maltesers, right? And then they start to melt. Oh. And then they start... Half a Malteser drips, drips down your neck, but you can do nothing about it other than either spit them all out to try and fix it, or fucking deal Which with it. Do. So you have to like anaconda them down your neck. Just 
and then slowly but surely it turns into a wonderful thing as it all becomes this big mouth of malty chocolate but were you pressing the last one in oh yeah yeah. I'm going to fucking Rambo it in and then you have to get the teeth closed like or at least down to hold them all in and then you have to just wait it out while they melt (laughs) (laughs) I have no choice I've watched Attenborough that is the noise on a (laughs) (laughs) with the stomach acid (laughs) 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 okay Next question is uh, from. <laughs> we haven't even got one to say. Sam McGuire. Uh, Sam wants to know who's your favourite Avenger. This assumes that you watch the Avengers. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know, know her character name. Whatever one she is. She, is she the Hulk yet? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when she gets big and green. I don't care. I just love Scarlett Johansson. She could get big and green with me. That's probably an yeah. infection, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, you've got to be Thor, right? He's a fucking god. Yeah, he yeah. is a god. He literally is a god. As well, yeah, to be fair. Exactly. And he has a hammer. Yeah, He I'm makes Emery Chan look ugly. Yeah. Captain America's the pits, isn't he? What yeah. with his fucking Captain America. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's, he's got his leader. fucking manhole cover there with a star on the <laughs> front of it. I, ping, I, don't know how, I don't know how cool Iron Man is. How much is it? Is Robert? Is it Robert Downey Jr. as opposed to? I know, Iron Iron Man. Man. I know Tony Stark. Iron Man. No, billionaire. Tony, so. Tony Stark is cool, but like he really is good in the character. Like, yeah, I, I think Robert Downey Jr. is a cunt, though. Yeah, but he's a, oh, he's a tremendous. He's called man. Iron Man, I like, and he literally has no Iron Man. I like, I like the way he went to the little kid. Guru Murthy interview. Did you see that knob chat? I didn't see it. I heard he would try to bring up his past. Did you see the thing where he did on the internet there recently, where the little kid had to get the bionic arm? I did see that. Yeah, and he, he showed up. A gentleman. You know, and, and it was it was all done as an arm. Did he, yeah? Arm. Yeah, yeah. Wanker. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wanker. Your mind made up. <laughs> what a cunt giving kids bionic limbs right yeah. there. Oh, he's a, a fucking a, prick. What, what a, a terrible prick. Philanthropic <laughs> bastard. Yeah, going around doing nice things for <laughs> well, poor unfortunate yeah, children. Who is Scarlett Johansson? In she's a uh, black widow, I think. Yeah. Her name. And what's her power? Because I can never figure out what it is. It's just that she's it's deadly. It's not power. She's, she's just deadly. Ass. Yeah. She has the power of sex appeal <laughs> she, walk, she walks in a room and like nobody can do anything because they're all looking at her ass yeah. like, I know she's dead no men think of anything like, she's just actually a human though just, she's just a human she's yeah. just a human yeah can she not made read minds like or something then. no no no. she's, she's no just superpower. Like a ninja she's, she's, a, she's like a ninja yeah, yeah. She's just, yeah. She can that's do pretty cool though in fairness to get into the Avengers just being a ninja with no superpower she's a glorified fucking saint she's a glorified fucking saint it's like in Family Guy remember they all get superpowers and Meg like her nails grow she's basically uh, <coughs> like a recruitment specialist for the Avengers she, yeah. she does admin S- still more she lethal, admin. Still more she's lethal admin. than Captain America yeah. I, I know who the worst one is Hawk the guy, the guy with the bow and arrow he's an archer yeah. the bow and arrow the bow and arrow, bow and arrow bloke uh, yeah. him the bow and arrow you, like, he goes up high and he shoots down a god from Asgard oh shit what's he got a bow and arrow a bow and arrow Oh right! Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Really? <laughs> Fuck off, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody not give him the brief? <laughs> oh, sorry, what an apple on your head, whatever you yeah. do. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddies. <laughs> yeah. Spotted, I've spotted the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're really just mates with these. You want a co- <laughs> you want a competition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you this is fancy guy. dress, you prick. I got my own bow and arrow. All right. Captain Guardians of the Galaxy in the next one. Dark men coming into it. Well, there's, yeah, there's a it's crossover. It's the same universe. So the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy the is the bad guy in the same universe. Well, it is the same universe. We're all in the same universe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
What time is it? The same, the same universe. Sitting here listening to this shit. I like the way you position yourself as a bastion of cool there. Like, you know, when you're Travis fucking... Travis Bickle I'm way too cool to watch the Avengers. Paul, I have a question for you. It's firmly rooted in reality. Who would win a fight between Brandon and Klopp? That's not like it. That's, that's like fucking. This is, that's like this mini is me against Andre the Joint. Purely no, no, no. no, no Brendan, hang on. You have to, now Brendan's a dangerous looking cunt since he lost the weight. I he think really? he's hardy. Don't looking. let the teeth yeah. fool you. Yeah, like, no, he, he's going to be worried to get back in those fucking veneers of slap. <laughs> Cloppy is a fucking the mentalist. I, yeah, the only thing is he's like, just a fucking crazy German. Yeah, but he's I, got, I'm, I know. I'm from Clendalkin, right? And if someone is, if someone reckons they're mental enough to pull off a fucking luminous yellow hat, then you leave them. You don't fucking touch them. You don't go here. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just let him, let him do it. He's probably he's fucking down there. So I'd say Klopp does edge it. I'm not having that Rogers to get destroyed though, because he is like he's like a hardy little. I think little he's. A, I think he'd be handy. Yeah. I don't know why. I just do. I don't know. I you reckon he'd be getting slaps telling small. your man he was outstanding and he was putting in a great effort and Klopp beyond the first plane home. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish accent. That was fucking wretched. That is easily the worst thing you've ever done. Brilliant. We should get more impressions like that. Hello, I'm Brendan Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what Paul just did. Yeah. <laughs> you've nailed it there. Now, and now my friend's Joe Allen. <laughs> Just leave it. <laughs> Just leave it. <laughs> Finish with admin, and as always, we want to thank uh, the kind folk at Astro Park. You can get on to astropark.ie and uh, you can book your pitch time there. You should also get onto the Anfield Index Pod Channel, where you can get a wealth of glorious content, including our own nonsense. Uh, follow at AIP channel on Twitter and you'll get all the information you need there. The new We Are Liverpool fanzine's out now. It's available from weareliverpoolfanzine.com. And it's going to be also available at home games outside the ground. It's a frankly wonderful publication produced by friend of the pod, Neil Poole. It represents the very essence of value. Lots of incredibly good content at only pound fifty. Your day trippers tonight were Stephen Daly, Paul Brennan, Dave Thomas, Phil Casey and myself, Trev Downey. History has no place in modern football, Paul. You're right there. <laughs> Just refer to you all the time. <laughs> I'm the, most, there anyway. the, most, the most absurd fucking shouts ever. <laughs> yes, Paul, I do. I, I don't understand why you want Glenn Johnson to get a contract extension. <laughs> Paul can be the new Einstein. Every quote is going to be attributed to. <laughs> As Paul once said. As Paul once said. <laughs> Well, you were saying Danny Ings would be a great song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the committee. Now serving B24 at DMV window number seven. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remember the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. 
This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.